Story 9 of Bumper the White Rabbit. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by April 6090, California, United States of America. Bumper the White Rabbit by George Ethelbert Walsh. Bumper Escapes on a Raft. Story 9 bumper took a long time to rest and get back some of his breath before he ventured to the very mouth of the open sewer as soon as he was sure that the bats had abandoned the chase he threw himself down and closed his eyes from sheer weariness and exhaustion then with returning strength and hope he raised himself on his two hind legs and looked around him there was water at the mouth of the sewer and he hopped toward it eagerly after lapping enough to satisfy his thirst he began bathing himself he had never been so dirty before in all his life he was thankful the red-headed girl wasn't there to see him she would perhaps disown him this thought soothed his feelings a little and he splashed around in the water until most of the dust and dirt was washed off then finding a sunny spot near the entrance he hopped to it and sprawled himself out to dry Meanwhile, he began examining his surroundings very carefully, and a little anxiously. The sewer dipped down into the river and disappeared from view, and on either side of it, and above it, were very steep walls. No rabbit could climb them. The only other possible way out of the sewer was by swimming. Now Bumper had never learned to swim. Perhaps he could do it without learning, but he felt afraid. None of his family had been swimmers, and the river was certainly deep. From his place in the sun he could not see the bottom. Once more the thought of returning to the garden by the way he had come occurred to him, but memory of the fierce bats and the sewer rat immediately banished all ideas of this kind from his mind. I'd never go through that dark sewer again for anything, he said shuddering. I must go on until I find another way back to the little girl. Bumper's one desire was to return to Edith. He was sorry now that he had ever jumped out of his pen if he had been contented and stayed where the red-haired girl had put him he would be eating delicious grass and vegetables now instead of lying there alone hungry and afraid to go on or go back his hunger came back to him and gave him a sharp pain in the stomach i must have something to eat he said i'm nearly famished but there was really nothing in sight that he could eat not a spear of grass nor a leaf then just as if to prove to him that manna sometimes falls from heaven to feed even poor destitute rabbits, a big leaf came floating down on the wind and fell almost at his feet. Bumper grabbed it and began chewing it greedily. Oh, you mean, horrid thing, chirped a voice. That leaf belonged to me. It was for my nest, and the wind blew it out of my bill. Bumper looked up and saw a small sparrow perched on the top of the embankment overhead. I didn't know it was yours, Mrs. Sparrow, Bumper replied. I thought the wind just blew it to me well now you know please give it to me bumper held the leaf in his mouth with half of it already chewed up it tasted so good that the thought of abandoning it was more than he could stand if you need it more than i do mrs sparrow he said i'll give it to you but you must prove it why of course i do i need it for my nest and i need it to keep me from starving mrs sparrow cocked her head sideways and looked queerly at him you don't look as if you were starving she observed you're as plump and sleek as any rabbit i ever saw maybe but i haven't had any breakfast and i'm not used to it this leaf tastes so good i wish i had a hundred more of them then why don't you go and get them there are plenty in the park and woods 
but how am i going to get them asked bumper don't you see i'm caught here in the mouth of the sewer i can't get out without swimming mrs sparrow looked surprised at this information and flew from her perch on the embankment to a stone below she cocked her head sideways and looked all around her what puzzles me she said finally is how you ever got in there without swimming you can't fly bumper smiled and shook his head no but i wish i could i wouldn't stay here arguing with you about this leaf but fly away and get a good breakfast of a lot of them are you really so hungry mr white rabbit indeed i'm nearly famished and then he told mrs sparrow of his adventures in the drain pipe of the garden and the big abandoned sewer mrs sparrow was evidently affected by his recital for she immediately flew away and soon returned with another green leaf now eat that and i'll get you another she said i know what it is to go without breakfast and dinner i've had to do it many times now eat your full bumper devoured the leaf so quickly that it seemed as if he must have swallowed it without chewing it you see mrs sparrow he remarked you couldn't feed me enough i have a very big appetite why i could eat leaves much faster than you could bring them to me so it seems murmured the sparrow in a little surprised voice i never realized how much some animals can eat at once i don't think i can do more than just take the edge of your appetite off that's very kind of you and i shall be grateful to you if you'll bring me just a few more leaves i will then ask you to direct me back to the little girl's garden i'm sure i'd like to but there are so many gardens around and they all look alike but there's only one with a red-haired girl in it replied bumper can't you fly away and find her i'll try said mrs sparrow so after feeding bumper a few more green leaves she flew away to find the garden she was gone so long that bumper got very restless and discouraged the few leaves hadn't satisfied his hunger they had merely stimulated his desire for more it was past noon when mrs sparrow finally reappeared at the entrance to the sewer what news asked bumper eagerly nothing that's good mr white rabbit i flew into garden after garden and all of them pretty and full of fruits and vegetables but there was no red-headed girl in any of them i saw dogs too many of them but i couldn't tell whether any of them answered to the name of carlo then it looks to me remarked bumper that i'm in for a long swim where does this river go to way out into the country through beautiful fields and woods replied mrs sparrow could i reach them i wonder i might drown before i could get ashore wait exclaimed mrs sparrow why not escape on a raft here comes a big board down the river you could hop on it and not even get wet yes you could do it it's floating close to the shore where is it exclaimed bumper eagerly right here now get ready for a long jump bumper was not only ready but very anxious and when the floating board appeared a yard or more from the mouth of the sewer he crouched for a spring it was a long jump and bumper had some doubts about making it but he put all of his strength into it and hopped high in the air and landed safely on the raft hi how was that for a jump he exclaimed when he stood upright on the board fine said mrs sparrow i wish you a good voyage good-bye bumper wagged his ears in reply and shouted back a hearty farewell then he turned to look down the river he had escaped from the sewer but evidently he had adventures still ahead for the river was broad and long and very swift in places. End of story nine.